There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. It seems right to us, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs fourteen twelve. Some of the judgments of God may seem strange to us, but the angels in heaven rejoiced over the judgments of God, and the judgments that came restored the righteous people to God and helped them to turn from the wicked. There's a young man that I have been friends with for a great many years. His father was a contractor of one of my projects. When his mother died, he put something in the local paper, an obituary. I was shocked when I read it. I had brought him teachings on the subject of death just a few weeks before this happened. It was so turned from the doctrine of Christ in the Bible, turned another direction which seemed right to him and to others. But it was wrong. It's not a small matter to present the doctrine of Christ or to present a scripture. If you pervert that scripture, you put yourself in a position of judgment. It's really Antichrist. It's a devil that has brought you the doctrine when you turn from the doctrine of the Bible. When he told me what the obituary said, I had a burning fire in me, an anger. And I told him, I said, I just gave you the truth from the Bible, and now you pervert it. Well, apparently it scared him. So he went to the newspaper and had it changed. It was only printed once, but he had it changed. But he didn't tell me what he had it changed to because I know he's afraid of me. And well, should you be? Aren't you afraid of Paul? Would you want to go against what Paul said? Would you want to go against what Jesus said? And he recognized he should have been more careful. He said much of it was written by somebody at the news journal and that he should have been more careful. Anytime you're handling the Word of God or instigating the handling of the Word of God to be a part of something that they say that's erroneous puts you in danger of judgment. But often when judgment comes, you'll turn back to God. We have an example in the Old Testament Bible of Phinehas. Phinehas was the grandson of Aaron, the prophet. When Phinehas 
executed judgment in the sight of God, the plague against the people of God was stayed, and the sin they committed in the sight of God was atoned by the judgment. Granted, Jesus is our atonement. But if you cast aside the Word of God in the New Testament Bible, you have cast aside Jesus. Who's going to bring you back? Can anything bring you back? We have scriptures that say it's impossible to restore you if you turn from the truth of God. If you know the truth and turn from it, it's impossible to restore you. Now that's in Hebrews 6. You await a fearful judgment from God to do such a thing. But we have this example in the Old Testament, at least, of atonement when a prophet rose up to rebuke them in a way they were going. It frightened them and they returned to the way of God if they weren't already slain by the plague of God. In this case that we're going to read about, 24,000 of the people of God were slain due to the plague that God sent among them when they did what they did. So what did they do? What had they done that was so wrong? Going back to Numbers 25. And Israel abode in Shechem, and the people began to commit whoredoms with the daughters of Moab. The main reason Solomon, King Solomon, fell was because God had warned him about strange women. And God told him, he said, if you go among these strange women, they will turn your heart away from God. And sure enough, when Solomon got old, these strange women influenced him to worship their gods. There were many gods that they had. And it brought about a judgment of God against Solomon, who was the wisest of all men of the time. But he fell because of this. So they began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab. And they called the people unto the sacrifices of the gods of the daughters of Moab. And the people did eat and did bow down to their gods. That's pretty serious. And Israel joined himself unto Baal Peor, a false god. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take all the heads of the people and hang them up before the Lord against the sun, that the fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. Now many of you may be shocked by that, the anger of God. 
You're shocked by it because you go to some church that gives you a doctrine that makes God look like a good-natured grandfather Santa Claus. But if you read the Bible, especially the Old Testament, you're going to see the terror of the Lord. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul said, Knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. And Paul persuaded them. They couldn't just do what they wanted to do because we will all appear at the judgment seat of Christ after this life, that we will be judged for that which we have done on this earth, whether it be good or bad. If it's bad, we'll be judged that it's bad. If it's good, we'll be rewarded. But you must understand that the God they are presenting in many of the churches, they are presenting a God of the apostate church, which is God loves you and wants you to be happy and you can do what you want to do. He forgives you. When Jesus saw the woman taken in adultery in John chapter 8, he said to her, Go and sin no more. She couldn't keep living in adultery as she had been. And neither can we live in any sin once we are enlightened to the fact that this is a sin in the sight of God. And Moses said unto the judges of Israel, Slay ye every one his men that were joined unto Baal Peor. Verse 6. And behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brethren a Midianitish woman in the sight of Moses and in the sight of all the congregations. He did this in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And when Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, saw it, he rose up from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand. And he went after the man of Israel into the tent and thrust both of them through the man of Israel and the woman through her belly. So, in essence, they died. So the plague was stayed from the children of Israel. Judgment from God brings the people of God to God but it also kills the wicked of the world and the wicked of the apostate churches. And that's what's coming in the day of the Lord. Verse 9, And those that died in the plague were twenty and four thousand. Twenty-four thousand died in the plague. Twenty-four thousand of the children of Israel died in the plague. And the Lord 
spake unto Moses, saying, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, hath turned my wrath away from the children of Israel. While he was zealous for my sake among them, that I consumed not the children of Israel in my jealousy. Wherefore say, Behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace, and he shall have it, and his seed after him, even the covenant of an everlasting priesthood, because he was zealous for his God and made an atonement for the children of Israel. They were teaching the children of Israel to sin and to worship other gods. That's what the apostate churches today are doing. They fell away from the New Testament Bible, set up other doctrines which not only approve sin in the congregation, but permit sin and allow sin so that the people in the congregation will feel they are righteous when they are not righteous. They are sinning. The man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery, Matthew 5, 32. If the divorced woman remarries, she commits adultery. Mark chapter 10 says that. Romans chapter 7 says that. There are three or four scriptures in the New Testament Bible that say that. Homosexuals and lesbians, Romans chapter 1. God turned them over to vile affections, which are unnatural. And the women lusted after the women, and the men lusted after the men. A church who approves it, sets up sin in the congregation and teaches the congregation to sin and to approve sin. We will read Romans chapter 1. God has told me every time I mention homosexuals and lesbians, be sure to read the exact scripture from the Bible. This is what the Bible says about homosexuals and lesbians. Please look at Romans chapter 1. We're going to start reading at verse 20. For the invisible things of him through the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the 
uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man. See, here's what they did. It's the same thing this young man did when his mother died and he let them print something very false about God in the newspaper. Now, I had told him the very thing that he printed was opposite to what the Bible says. In the Bible, it says there will not be marriage in heaven, that the people who are in heaven will be like the angels. And what he printed in the newspaper is that his mother had died and would be met at the gate of heaven by his father, her husband on earth. I had just told him the scriptures on this subject. Yet he allowed that to be printed. Now, it's that kind of thing which brings the judgment on you, allowing something to be opposite from what the Bible says is a very serious sin. And that's what they've done. Because when they knew God, they knew the truth on it. They didn't glorify God, but they became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man. They, they taught God in their own image. Wherefore God also gave them up unto uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, the truth in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. In the beginning, they were created male and female. They were not born homosexual. They were male and female. They were turned over to be homosexual, turned over by God, when they would not retain the truth about God in their hearts, and they began presenting God in some way that was false, just as this young man presented God in a way for all to see, and it was false. Will there be marriage in heaven between the husband and wife? No. In the first place, we won't even have human bodies in heaven. We'll have a new body which is uncorruptible, 
It's not subject to pain. It's not subject to death. It's a spirit. It will be in the spirit of God. We won't even have these physical bodies in heaven. For proof of that, you can read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 48 through about 53. Once again, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 48 through 53. Now, what Jesus says about marriage in heaven. In the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. That scripture is verse 30 of Matthew 22. A Baptist woman's husband died, and she was, of course, so terribly grieved. She'd been married. 60 years or so, and he died. And she told me this. She said, oh, I just can't wait to die. I just can't wait to die and be with Jerry. I did not have the Holy Spirit lead me to tell her this. This Matthew 22, verse 30. When I went away, I was reminded of it. What do you think it's going to be like in heaven? Are you and Jerry just going to pick up and have housekeeping? Jesus says there will not be marriage in heaven. You'll be like the angels. Well, you will not have fleshly bodies. She'd been a Baptist all her life, but apparently had not been taught that there will not be marriage in heaven. So here's this 50-year-old man. I call him a young man because I'm 85. Here's this 50-year-old man whose mother dies, and he puts in the newspaper that Jake, her husband, who has already died, will be waiting at the gates of heaven to greet her. And that's wrong. That is interpreting God through the eyes of the human, and that is just exactly the reason that God turned them over to be homosexuals or lesbians as we read in Romans chapter 1. Someone in the church has to stand up for the truth of the word of God to bring judgment to the church because False doctrine is rampant today in the churches, and that is the apostate church if it continues that way to the time that Jesus returns. He will destroy the apostate churches. That is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 8 through 12, saying he'll destroy them. Thank you for allowing me to speak this message to you today.